This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Caller in the house. He is Mr. Purple Insider, the mailbag today, numerous profiles, interviews, video breakdowns. If you even have a casual interest in the most popular and prominent business in this state, the Minnesota Vikings, Purple Insider is a must. Check it out today. Purple Insider. Hello, sir. Uh, Kevin O'Connell's approach to this game, where they need about 94 things to come through to make the playoffs. At this point, do you assume... At minimum, as long as the game is competitive, he's going to play everybody? Or is one example Christian Derrissaw, who clearly has not been healthy the last couple weeks because he has not been the same player. If he doesn't play, is that a tip-off maybe that O'Connell realizes the inevitable is here? Well, I think that when you have a 3% chance to make the playoffs. That still means that three out of a hundred times you make it. Yeah. So it's not zero. And from that perspective, as a head coach, you can't go into the game being like, well, guys, it's over. Uh, have a nice trip to Cabo. We'll see you guys later. I mean, I think as a coaching staff, you have to go in saying we could still make the playoffs. We've had crazier things happen. I mean, look at the Buffalo game last year, the Indianapolis game last year, things that were very much against the odds that have come to fruition, so why not do it again? At the same time, with Christian Derrissaw as, as a good example, I mean, that man is one of the most important foundational pieces to this franchise over the next five to ten years. So uh, if he's not good to go 100%, this is not the Super Bowl where you're going to tell him to play no matter what uh, with whatever he's dealing with. Like, you don't want any implications um, for Christian Derrissaw pushing it, you don't want him to be out there struggling and get hurt or have something else like, like that happen. And the same goes for Brian O'Neill, who's been ruled out. And O'Neill should not have played the other night. That was that was the, with his status for his ankle injury. He should absolutely not have been out there. But he himself was pushing like crazy to be out there, and then came out of the game with more of an injury and isn't going to be able to play this week. So you know, I think you have to keep your head on straight with. Like, let's not get anybody hurt here. At the same time, it's not a glorified preseason game, and I would expect that they're going to game plan the same way they normally would. They're going to try to win this game with everything they've got. And remember, you know, Mike Zimmer took this approach, and I respected it. Uh, People would always ask him for meaningless games on a week 18 or 17, 
And he would say, like, I'm trying to win the game. And look, nobody goes back and checks when they look up your career record. Oh, that one was meaningless that you won. Like, no, they look at how many wins and how many losses. So if you're a coach, you it looks better to go 8-9 yeah. than it does 7-10, <laughs> and 10, yes. except for on the draft board. Yeah. Only on the draft board it doesn't. Nick Mullins as the starter, is that the right call uh, in your view? Sure. Why not? Uh, and they should, it shouldn't be Jaron Hall. Uh, I think with Jaron Hall, what we saw last week, and I agreed with them trying Jaron Hall because you might as well yeah. when you know everything sure. you need to know about the other guys and you like what you've seen from Hall and I like, agree uh, from, from all reports uh, from the, the team and everything else that uh, he had really handled himself well throughout the season developing, he deserved a shot. And the, the previous guy threw four picks mm-hmm. and lost in the game. Yes, no previous exactly. Week. So I'm not second-guessing that. Uh, having seen him, I think he holds on to the ball too long. I don't think he can process quick enough yet, uh, and he is a kind of a danger to himself. Like when he got hit by three people against the Packers, I was like, uh, this this isn't good for him right now. Um, doesn't mean he's a bust. Uh, it just means that he needs more work. Same with it's the same way Jake Browning looked a few years ago, and uh, you know he could develop from that. But you you couldn't have him start again. It would also look damn silly to play Josh Dobbs. Because it'd be like, wait, wait, you had him as quarterback three for three weeks, and then he's back to QB one? What is going on here? So by process of elimination, welcome back, Nick Mullins. Dobbs is the backup quarterback. So uh, if something happened to Mullins, we would see Dobbs. So let's talk Harrison Smith. Uh, This has been discussed a decent amount here the last couple weeks that uh, it was about $19 next year unless they start uh, uh, working around his, uh, his cap number. He's had a, a fantastic career. It's debatable whether it's a Hall of Fame career, but he turned out to be a great draft choice by this organization. You followed him now for a long time. What is most notable to you about Harrison Smith? And then knowing the cap situation, let's go on to the premise, at least for this conversation, that Brian Flores is back. Do you see Harrison Smith back? So on that second part, I think there's a very good chance he retires. I think there's almost, and I could be wrong, but I think there's almost no chance he plays for anybody else. Uh, He's loved playing with Brian Flores. He loves this organization. He's played his whole career here. And I think that they'll have him if he wants to return. And they would just rework his contract. They did it last year. They'll do it again. He took a big pay cut to come back. I think this is the only place that he wants to be. Uh, As far as what stands out, I mean, dozens and dozens of great plays over the years and moments from Harrison Smith. The 2017 season where he finished third in Defensive Player of the Year, had a really good case for first. Uh, That was uh, just a breathtaking season to watch him operate that year with the full power of that defense and in his prime mentally and physically. Uh, I think that the thing about it, and, and I wrote my article about this this week with Harrison Smith is it's not like a wide receiver it's not like a pass rusher it's not like a quarterback we don't have 80 bajillion stats to tell us how good this guy was so you really have to take the time which is what I tried to do and and look at the full impact of someone who is the quarterback of the defense who makes the checks and the changes and who uh, impacts everyone around him you think about the guys who have played with Harrison Smith it's two undrafted free agents and a fourth-round pick who's changed positions, right. and all of those guys have performed really well. I think yep. that tells you 
a lot about him. So it's everything from the splash plays, the playmaking, but also a guy who is the is dead last in the self-promoter rankings. He's not a media guy. He's not a podcaster. He's not doing endorsements for, uh, you know, brain water or whatever. Russell Wilson was hawking a few <laughs> years ago. I mean, this is, this is the, the quietest superstar, but you don't have to look much farther than Bill Belichick comparing him to Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed to yep. see the case for Harrison Smith. 15 past two. More with uh, Matthew. PurpleInsider.com. Purple, I'm looking at it right now. PurpleInsider, Substack.com. Check it out. It's worth it. Do that during the break. We'll continue with Matthew, including uh, when we come back, more on next year, more on the Cousins debate, and also the GM and how important this upcoming draft is for him. More with Caller when we come back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We are playing songs where the more well-known song actually is a cover, but this is the original. So who do we have here? Oh, you know the band. No, you don't. Either Arrows or The Arrows. I can't remember. <laughs> It's not Joan Jett. Not Joan. <laughs> not Joan. Uh, Collar, where do you stand on cover tunes? Okay, you like music. Do you enjoy hearing covers of uh, popular songs? Or are you like, no, don't give me the cover. Just give me the original song. I'm fine there. All depends on the song and depends on what the person did with it. Uh, I mean, the best example probably of all time is All Along the Watchtower. That is taking a, a really great Bob Dylan song and making it your own yep. and throwing in Jimi Hendrix shreddy guitar solos and everything else. It's pretty good. Uh, if, you, <laughs> if, you take it, if you take it and just recreate the literal song, then and you didn't put your own spin on it. So it was kind of like when, uh, the, the, uh, I forget what band, covered Africa a couple of years ago. And it's like, oh, yeah, just yeah. the same. Who is it again? Weezer did. Weezer, that's right. Weezer. Yeah, Weezer. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I and I like Weezer, but I was like, it's just the same song. So what? Like, what are we doing? We're not adding a Weezer spin. If they had added, they're a very unique and kind of strange band, but they offered nothing different about that song. And so to me, that's what differentiates 
um, you know, the, the, the cover song. Insiders, by the way, are telling me you were excellent last Saturday filling in. Did you enjoy that? It's not Saturday afternoon. It's not always the easiest animal to take on. You know, I kind of had a very gimmicky situation where it was uh, the day before New Year's Eve. So we handed out, you know, New Year's resolutions and such to all the teams. We went back and evaluated which teams had a good year. Was it a good year in Minnesota sports? And honestly, it wasn't that good of a year in Minnesota sports no. last year, to tell you the truth. Uh, we, had a, we had a playoff loss and lots of Vikings losses. And the, I mean, the Twins, they won a playoff Twins series, so we had that. Yep. But yep. It, it wasn't, you know, but it was a lot of fun. I appreciate Bradley and letting me fill in. Uh, you, uh, you've stated this many times. You think it's time to shake Kirk's hand? Wish him the best. Move on with the rest of our lives for a variety of reasons, including cap situation. But now zero to ten, uh, not what you think should happen. What will happen? Zero. There's absolutely possibly no chance that when uh, they open up next year, let's just go hypothetically, Green Bay seems like they open up Green Bay, but every third year, uh, absolutely no chance. Kirk is the quarterback, or a ten. It's a mortal lock that Kirk is the starting quarterback. Where are you at on what you think will happen? I think it is dead in the middle, 50 50. No, it's true. Because, because there's moving parts here. Uh, Kirk Cousins has an agent that I wish we all had because we would be millionaires if we had this guy's agent. And there is a, there is a little bit of a thing that, that's worth noting here that could impact this which is the Vikings, if they're going to keep Kirk Cousins, the deal has to be done before the start of free agency, which means that his agent would forego negotiating with any other teams. Otherwise, the dead cap of $28 million kicks in and makes it basically impossible. So what his agent is going to do is go to the combine and uh, maybe uh, catch up with some people in some steakhouses in Indianapolis and try to get a feel for where the dollars would be if Atlanta wanted to sign him, if the Raiders wanted to sign him, and then he's going to compare that to what he's got when he meets with the Vikings and try to make a decision right there based on speculation of what it could be on the outside. And the Vikings, they have been timid when it comes to Kirk Cousins, even though he has become probably the best version of himself that he could ever be on the field and then off the field he is, uh, come out of his shell and become a likable yeah. quarterback. Right. But at the, same, at the same time, they know the realities of the age. They know the realities of it coming off an injury, and that's his plant and drive foot to throw the football uh, that he's going to try to recover from. And they also understand that if you're trying to build a roster here, that salary cap it cannot be $45 million. But next year, there's going to be, I think, 13 quarterbacks who have cap hits going into next year over $40 million. So how, if you're Kirk, are you like, oh, no, no, I'll take a great discount, even if you have other teams that would pay you more? At the same time, I think that Kevin O'Connell likes him, and I think he believes that if he just threw the ball where it was supposed to go, that they would have had a great offense this year, and he's probably right. So, and, and also, there's another factor here that's very important. This draft class is good. It is good. There's not just one or two guys, and that's it. There's like five guys, maybe six who are legitimate NFL starting quarterback prospects that they're going to have to decide on that evaluation as well. Is that a better option than bringing back Kirk? Okay. So let me stay with that, but also add, because I really think there's been some purple spinning lately about Kirk. He clearly had an excellent game against the 49ers. He had some other good moments. Kirk wasn't that good starting the season. Like, and I, and I keep hearing people say, Oh, he was, 
He was on an MVP path. No, he wasn't. Okay. Now, maybe he was going to continue to take off, but he had some games during the season where he he and the entire offense were not sharp, including turnovers. Okay, so let's not forget that when you hear that spinning, which is taking place. So that leads me to to Kwesi, the competitive rebuild, the Wilfs always feeling like, oh, we shouldn't – we shouldn't fall that far. It was Zimmer's fault, and then they kind of felt some vindication last year when Quasi and KOC come in, and they win 13 games. But they got the Kirk money. They got the Daniil money. They've got, you know, Harrison Smith and our conversation the last segment, does he leave? Uh, we also don't even know yet if is any good at drafting because the first year, fiasco, Addison – I'm going to say Addison is good to very good this year. I don't think we can say great as 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 much as he's kind of vanished of late. But he's also he's got Dobbs one week, he's got Mullins one week, he's got me with an it's a ball another week. So that <laughs> that accounts for for some of it. But what is the likelihood that they would would Quasi Koc would sit down with uh, Wilf number one and Wilf number two and say, you know, the truth is, we we got to go all in on youth. Or not maybe all in, but more in on youth. And we gotta draft the young quarterback. We gotta say goodbye to Kirk. We gotta put a competitive offer on Daniel, but if it, we, we we gotta get really in line with the cap. And if next year is more of a step back, we think we can really start building in twenty five and maybe twenty six. What's the likelihood they can do that in why should we believe that Quasi's good enough with the with what's happened in the two drafts to think he can be that guy? So the the drafting thing is, I I can't tell you what's going to happen in the future drafts, but I would not downplay that their first round pick this year was fantastic. And yeah, I agree. Like the quarterbacks have been bad, but having that answer to who's going to be the duo with Justin Jefferson is. It's not a, well, I guess they got Addison. Like, no, no, actually they hit on the most important pick, which is a guy that's going to be a huge part of the future as a duo with your superstar receiver. So let's not downplay that part. Okay, uh, but, you know, the way, the way I look at it is this. The Minnesota Vikings, where they stand right now, uh, I was looking at this last night. They have two playoff wins since Brett Favre made an unfortunate decision against the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Two. I don't, and I don't think that was just a couple years ago. There was there are 22 teams that have more playoff wins since then. And they have won since Kirk Cousins got here. He did not change that at all. And I don't know why you would think if you're the front office now, you're smarter than the last guy when it comes to building for this same quarterback that didn't get you anywhere in the playoffs. I mean, the San Francisco 49ers since then have 11 playoff wins. You have two. I mean, like this, and and how is it that the 49ers have such a strong roster? Because their quarterback is making $800,000 on the salary cap so they can pay Trent Williams and Debo Samuel and Javon Hargrave and Nick Bosa. I mean, this is, it's a tried and true method of building a roster. And guess who knows this? I think Quasi Adafo-Mensa knows this. And you know what? If you screw up a draft pick with Lewis Dean, hey, did the 49ers screw up any draft picks? Oh, yeah, they sent three of them for one guy who doesn't play there anymore. Why were they able to survive that? Because they could spend how many ever dollars they wanted because their quarterback makes no money. I mean, that, that's why it's so important is that we wouldn't obsess over Lewisine being a bust if they just paid somebody else to come in and play on defense because they could. Or if you're the Dolphins, trade for Tyreek Hill. 
for example. Or if you're the, the Eagles where you, you know, miss on Jalen Rager in the draft. Oh, what a terrible draft pick. We'll just trade for A.J. Brown, right? So there are huge, huge advantages to not doing it, uh, to not bringing back Kirk Cousins. And I think that you're signing your death certificate as a, uh, um, as a group, if you do, as a front office and coaching staff, if you do. Because what Cousins always does is sets the bar just high enough to fall short of it. And that's what he's done every time. And fourth and eight is like the ultimate final nail in the coffin there. So it's not really about whether you like Kirk or not or whether you think he is. This, the football is an accounting game. It's an economics game as much as it is on the field. So I, I think that Quasey, the minute he got here, was looking for a way out of Kirk. And they signed him to the shortest possible deal the first time. And they didn't sign him to a deal last time. That's where I keep coming back to, is there going to be a conflict between O'Connell wants his quarterback? Yep. Does Quasey want to stick to the plan that they always had? And that's where this draft class might factor in, or that's where the Wilfs might factor in, as you mentioned, and say, no, we love Kirk, make it happen. Yep. And in that case, I wouldn't count on many more playoff wins. Excellent as always. We'll, uh, we'll chat next week. Sounds good. Thanks, Chad. Matthew Caller. He's great with us on the radio. Uh, Purple Insider is outstanding. Really multifaceted podcasts, uh, video interviews, game updates, profiles, the excellent Harrison Smith story, uh, the mailbag. It's worth checking out. PurpleInsiderSubstack.com. Traffic, weather, and basically four hours of Am I Wrong is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.